What's up, Fight Junkies? It's a beautiful Monday morning in Las Vegas. And when I say beautiful, I mean it is in the 70s. And I got to roll my windows down for the first time in a few weeks. And today's a special day. I got a friend of mine. Um, you guys may know him as uh, a champion. I know him as a, as a father, as a friend, as a hardworking man, um, and as a former Marine. And I have the power slap champ himself, John the Machine Davis, in the house. Thank you all very much. Appreciate you having me. Look at that belt. Let's get a close-up of that belt. Oh, my God. That thing's heavier than the UFC belt. Holy. You don't mind, right? Nope, go ahead. Uh, I don't want to get slapped. <laughs> you don't mind, right, as it's in as his I'm holding fucking it. hand? <laughs> uh, what happened? Why is Bobby fucking in the hospital? He got slapped out. Yeah, look at that thing right there. So I want to say I'm so happy to have you on the show. Um, I know you just arrived in beautiful uh, Las Vegas. Um, what's up, dude? Thank you very much for having me on. You know, I appreciate it uh, again, you know, uh, just getting the opportunity to be able to do this stuff and meet and become friends with gentlemen like yourself is, you know, truly amazing. I am oh so grateful for the opportunities. I appreciate that, man. I just uh, I try to lead with love, man. I, as crazy as that sound and cliche, like the, I had a lot of years where I was a real son of a gun, you know, <laughs> and uh, mostly to myself and detrimental to myself. But the more that I lead with just compassion and and teamwork and and love, you know, uh, life has been a lot better. And, and I think it started with, with getting sober and loving myself. Um, so let's dive into this. We don't have too much time. He's got a real busy week. Uh, Power Slap is going to be live on Rumble Wednesday. Uh, and he's going to defend his belt against a former foe that he was in the house with, um, who he's also slapped up and <laughs> kept his belt. What's going through your head? Uh, can you tell some of the the new uh, people that are tuning into Power Slap like a little bit about your journey? Like how did how did, did you like see it on TV and like do an application? How do, how does that how did that all go down? Uh, for for the most part, I was lucky enough. You know, I was looking into amateur MMA. So on you know Facebook forums where they post about people looking for fights. Um, I never even made it that far to attempt MMA before I found the you know we're we're paying for for people to come slap. So next thing you know, I'm in Vegas. They're telling us that this is Dana White's promotion. You know, I'm 220 pounds eating an extra large cheese pizza to make weight at heavyweight to go out there and try and put on a show to see whether or not they were even going to keep me. You know, they didn't have to keep me. They didn't have to reach out to me to get me on the TBS show. So that was, again, an opportunity that I was very fortunate to get. And by the time I had heard back from them for the show after – you know, the qualifier event, which, again, you know, was three sheets to the wind because they're learning as much as we are on the fly. I had, you know, got a lot healthier, got my weight down and was able to come in at middleweight. Uh, again, they brought me in the house without having to get a qualifier fight. So I was automatically in the house. So that was awesome. And then battled my way through the house to a title fight. And then, you know, again, the the first man that I went up against to get this belt, I have to fight again on Wednesday night and hopefully retain my title. Yeah. Your uh, middleweight division is one of the deepest. You guys have almost 10 contenders in there. Um, and then you're at the top of the list. Have you ever done power slap? So obviously you're a fighter. Um, you train. But have you done power slap before? Because like, I know that there's a lot of other organizations. Have you? Were you ever in Russia, like in the snow, smacking the shit out of people and like drinking uh, vodka? Or this was your first time doing this? Uh, the qualifier event last March that they had us do at the beginning was the very first time that I, you know, had done any of this stuff. Other than, 
you know, me and my friends beating the shit out of each other in cornfields and oil well driveways when we were young for fun and, you know, high school sports, I knew I could take a, a hit and most, for the most part, stay conscious. So it was, again, at the very beginning, an opportunity that I took and was really, you know, kind of just rode the wave that is what we are now. Yeah. You know why I think you and I get along so well is because we're, we're not just similar, but we both, without knowing it was going to happen, got thrown into this this world that we only saw on the television. Um, obviously, you're at the top of the heap being a champion, but being around you guys and hosting a show, you know, a rock's throw away from Dana White's office, um, it's crazy. Can you talk about the transition from being in Ohio and just being dad to, like, now you're on your way to superstardom, you're a champion, you're being silly. I mean, hundreds of millions of people around the world have seen your... If you went to India right now, like... Whoever runs the country would meet you at a private airport and take care of you like, you know, royalty. I think we're, we're kind of in America. We, we forget how much more the world is around, you know, how big it is. But what's that transition been like? I know it's, for me, it's been hard to navigate and get out of my own way. My, I had imposter syndrome for a little while. But how, how are you dealing with everything? Uh, exactly like you just said, dealing with the imposter syndrome thing, because, you know, it's I'm still trying to figure out how to balance all of it now. You know, I'm I'm lucky enough that my wife is at home taking care of all my kids right now. You know, we have a newborn, so she's she's she homeschools my kids. It's shout outs to her because she goes above and beyond to take care of all of us. And also, you know, making sure that she has my back as much as I'm able to have hers. So it's one of those things that if not for her, and the kids, you know, I I probably wouldn't be here doing any of this stuff. I'd be caught up in Lord only knows what and, you know, getting into trouble and everything. But, um, again, the opportunity and having having the support that I do at home with them is I couldn't ask for anything better than that. And, again, you know, we getting thrown into this world and because you got to think this is only the fifth power slap event that we are on. And we've blown social media numbers out of the water. You know, Dana's stated it several times. They can go over the numbers I've had, you know, on another podcast that I've done. They, they looked up that kind of stuff. And the stats, people are like, oh, you know, those stats can't be right. They can't. Well, they are. Like, how, how are they not right? They're, they are right there in black and white. That's what it comes out to be. It's, it's the views. It's, it's that dopamine hit that people want. And it's not that, you know... I have no issues or, or anything like that with the UFC and MMA fighters and stuff. Uh, I I really do enjoy all aspects of watching them fight, whether it's the grappling, whether it's the, the technique that they use or the style that they're fighting with. But your average consumer gets bored with the jiu-jitsu game when they're on the ground or the wrestling aspect when someone's just getting held down. By all means, you if you're getting held down and getting beat up, that's your problem, and that sucks. you got to figure out how to get out from under that. Yeah. But also, you know, people have such a short a, a attention span, and we are in that perfect spot where we have that small window that we get you what you want to see, we get the clip real quick, and then it's on to the next one. So it's definitely, you know, a, a learning curve through all of this. For not just myself, but power slap in general. And again, they're just pushing, you know, forward through all of the controversy, I'd say, is the name of our game. And and it, by the end of this event, I think once again, we'll shock the whole world with everything that we've done and are doing. I'm real glad you touched on that. And you did it very uh, political, which I think, you know, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you're trying not to get canceled before you uh, fight on Wednesday. But I have... Uh, 
I have to have your guys back as well. I host a fight show. This, to me, fighting. But you guys have certainly got a lot more shit than, uh, than you deserve, I think. And I fully believe it just stems from jealousy. And everybody wants to be in the limelight. Everybody wants to have the views and the followers and be famous and all this. Uh, some people have been in the game for a long time, and then they make a new sport, and you guys are immediately thrown to the wolves. And you guys are like, well, why are you mad at us? Like, we just took an opportunity. And then it, it, it came from everywhere, from, from boxing, from the media, from, like, health organizations. And I just want to say to everybody that has an issue with you guys, fuck you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's the best way I can say that. Um, and if you don't like it, then don't watch it because we don't need you to watch it because millions and millions and hundreds of millions, if not billions of people, of people have watched this. Um, and I've been saying this since the beginning. I think it's great. Uh, shout out to the host of Gridiron Junkies, uh, my brother George. He's in here producing today. Can you talk? I don't know much about Vine. I was, I think I was like overseas or something. Oh, a yeah, older. yeah. Vine for your guys' era was like TikTok. Okay. Before, yeah, yeah. Just short form. Uh, it, it's similar to Power Slap. Power Slap would have crushed on Vine because it's just six seconds. You know what I mean? But that's just really. That's like the the beauty of it. It's uh, it's not something that like a football game or a baseball game. Holy fucking shit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna bore you to death. No, it's it's constantly moving. People are getting knocked the fuck out. Just like John Davis is about to knock some dude out on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you kept saying like the attention span. I know how I have a short one. Uh, I've, I've been watching shorts on YouTube lately instead of like just actual. You know, I've been real stuck on these freaking First Amendment audits though. I won't even say recently. It's been like a year. I watch all this <laughs> stuff. I learned more about my rights watching YouTube than I did as a military police sergeant and a DOD officer. That's a problem, you know? <laughs> but we won't go down that road. All right, so tell me, um, how, how is it for the viewers that, that don't see? You and I and George, we've been to the Apex. Can you explain your morning? Um, like, you wake up fight day how, how is you get picked up and like how, how does that day go because it's not your day you don't have like a corner and like you're not with a team it's just kind of you right you because i asked you like yeah who you got with you in your corner i got your back too and you were like you said that they pick your coaches and can you explain a little bit about that yeah it's not like you know where you go into an mma or a boxing fight and you have your corner which is you know your what your cardio coach and your your technique coach and all that kind of stuff for the most part for all of us it's been who whoever they decide that is going to be your coach for that point in time you know it's and i you can't i can't blame them for that because you know i could bring in some random joe schmo and say it's my coach and then they have an issue with that because the dude you know starts going crazy or like something. diego sanchez's coach <laughs> you know maybe, maybe. remember that guy joshua yes absolutely i know oh exactly who God. you're talking about but for the most part, that day, you know, I get up like I do every day when I'm down here. I call back home to see how they're doing, you know, always forget about the time difference. So we're trying to connect at odd hours. But the rest of that day is just kind of hanging out. You know, I'd try and eat a eat a good breakfast and, you know, not pile on too much stuff because I know later on the, the angst is going to hit and that's where the battle really begins. You know, once I've got the time, I'm going to get picked up and I'm in that I'm in the car on the way to the apex to go compete. Um, You know, John Davis that you get to sit here with and John Davis that people get to meet out in public. He's gone. That person is gone. He no longer exists, you know, and I I have to really 
again, talking about balancing this world that I'm in, I have to balance that because there's times where I'm at home and I can get caught up in that where the other side of me as, as a competitor, as you know, I'll say it, an absolute monster wants to come out and you know, he wants to come out and play. And I, there's specific times, again, where I get to go up to that table and do what it is I do up there, whether it's taking a hit or giving one. I, can, I really have to hone in and be able to control that because if not, you know, the monster takes over and I lose everything that I have. So, Well, I've literally been in like crazy like trucks getting blown up and pinned on rooftops and then two hours later I'm calling home like, oh, everything's good. Like you just have to I, – I understand. I really do, man. Uh, so you're on your way to the apex and do you guys – you're at middleweight now. Yes. Uh, so you weigh in the same day or do you get 24 hours to rehydrate? How does like – no, we, we do the same as everybody else. Weigh-ins are the day before, so weigh-ins will be on Tuesday. I believe there'll be a press conference going on at the same time for everyone to tune into. I don't have the exact time yet. I gotta so get in there. As soon as I get that schedule, I will, I will forward it to you about what's going on. So that way you can at least tune in and, like you said, hopefully get there because that would be great. I'll just show up with you and I'll rent a Rolls Royce. That would mean that would. And I'll be wear a suit idea. and I won't even talk. If they talk, if they talk to me, I'll just talk to them in German. <laughs> And I'll, you just say I'm your I'm your personal. Not that you need a fucking body. You're fucking way bigger than me. But uh, perception, perception. Yeah, I'll just, so that's what we're going for here. Yeah, we're trying I, to make you seem like Floyd fucking Mayweather. Yeah, yeah. We'll hire like ten people. <laughs> just walk in like Conor McGregor style. Have a nice entourage behind That'd me coming be fucking in. Fucking great. I think you guys deserve it. So you weigh in. They do the press conferences. Um, I bet the media is a bunch too because they get only got you guys for like 48 hours almost or, or 72 yeah yeah they you know there's extra stuff pen you know with the champion stuff there's extra obligations usually that come with it so i believe there's some content creator stuff that at least me that i know of is going to be doing i don't know who else is going to be doing that um but i know you know depending on your personality too depending on what you bring to the table if you are a big entertainer in this then you're going to get that you know people like to call it the dana white privilege well if you earn it and you get it, so be it. That's awesome. That's great. You need to take advantage of it when you can. Because All of it. There's plenty of times where, you know, shout out to Vern Cathy. Uh, people were always talking smack on him at the beginning because he's one to go out there. And, I mean, if he goes first, bro, he's going to clap you. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The chances of you still being on your feet afterwards are are very, you know, slim to none. But, you know again through through the battles he's had to do that is a power slap he he's not as much getting the criticism for the quote-unquote dana white privilege because he's not in the, con the the championship contentions fights right now so that's just kind of you know the name of the game and if you're again like all of the the people that want to complain about stuff if if you haven't gone out there and tried and you, you know you don't get that opportunity then obviously you need to figure out what the hell your problem is and find out a way to get it yeah so you're here. You have full access to the uh, the PI as well. Yes. Um, I hope you go take advantage of some physical therapy over there and some stuff. Uh, can you, for the viewers that are, I, you know, I know a lot of you guys from Fight Junkies follow Power Slap because, you know, that's what I talk about is Power Slap and UFC. Um, can you explain some of the the striking stuff? I'm still a little bit like with penalties and palming and because uh, I've seen some clips that it looks like they definitely palmed and it didn't get caught and they like knocked the dude out um can you go into that a little bit it's got to be like you're from your thumb up or yeah um for the most part the rule set there's a window you know up up to my ear 
and then down the jawline is where your hand is supposed to, to land. You know, you don't want to be getting up here around the orbital or the eye or the nose. Um, if someone has a giant hand, there's not a whole lot you can do about that. You get, you know, I don't have big hands at all. Your so hands look I, pretty fucking big to well, me. Well, that's just from years of uh, squeezing onto everything, so they've kind of flattened out. Yeah, he's a freaking, you know, he works with his hands for a living. It, it definitely uh, helps come into play. But, um, again, like you said, with the palm stuff, the bottom of your hand right through here, like the, the your wrist line needs to be below their chin. So you can't just use the palm of your hand. And that's where, like you said, a lot of the clips are from earlier on or before they had the the high-speed cameras in there where they were doing the instant replay and checking stuff because, uh, again, through all, all of this, it's a learning process. They're getting better with it, uh, you know, tweaking the rule sets here and there to make sure that safety is, of course, at the at the top of this dangerous sport that we're doing. But um, Which gets a lot of shit. And, again, everyone, shut up because power slap, you guys are slapping each other a few times. I've said it before. I think power slap Instagram reposted it. Boxing, 700 times, getting punched in the fucking face, eight, you know, standing count, doing all this crap. Literally, people have been knocked out eight times in nine rounds, and they're still, because they can say, I'm good to go, can fight. I I don't get the criticism. Uh, You can get kicked in the face with a shin bone Mm -hmm. in the UFC. Um, You guys deserve to to not get so much. But, yeah, sorry. No, you're good. I I rant sometimes. It's all right. That's that's what we're here for. (laughs) Because it bothers me. Why are... It's not just jealousy. Like, if you wanted to be in Power Slap, get off your fat ass in your mom's basement, fill it out, start going to the gym, and show the fuck up. Don't give people shit from a computer just because you can because you think it's a dangerous sport when you've done nothing dangerous. And I've no danger. I've, yes. I've been in the Middle East. I've seen danger. I've split lanes at 105 in a motorcycle club in California. There's some crazy shit that can happen in this world. Slapping is dangerous, but it's not as dangerous as getting kicked in the face with a shin bone or elbowed on the ground until you're fucking half dead. I think it could certainly be as dangerous, you know, to in some, but for them to even try to compare. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, sorry, you're sorry, good. Sorry, and, sorry. and if that's the case too, then why are we letting little kids still play football and soccer where they can head the ball and get hit or where you can play football and get smacked in the head? It's one of those things where, you know, if you're, if you're scared in life in general – then so be it. Stay in your bubble, stay safe, get to the end of your life and realize you've done absolutely nothing. Don't hate on us because we took the opportunity. Like you said, we got up and we are real athletes and true athletes in this thing, you know? From the very beginning, a lot of us have, like like my story in particular, some of us were on the more unhealthy side at the beginning of this. And if not for finding this, Lord only knows where we would still be. You know, I, I have... I'm lucky enough to have the drive and, again, the support at home when I need it to be able to push through, to keep working hard, to keep, you know, to make sure that I'm healthy for this. On top of everything that Power Slap does to make sure our health is in, you know, proper order when we go and compete. So, like you said, if you have a problem with it, it sucks to be you. I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So there's, they've certainly dialed into some of the, the striking and stuff. Um who goes first? You're the champ. You get to go first. How does that work? No. You flip a coin. They flip a coin. So they did that, I believe, like last week or two ago for the betting odds to get started in Vegas. Because if you haven't bet on Power Slap yet, you need to. Because you, know, you should probably bet on me, but that's besides the point right now. 
um, you know, go bet on it. It's fun. You know, they the, the odds change, especially with the live odds. Uh, Are you guys allowed to bet? I know no, UFC can't. We, no, we still have the same rules. So like all of the emails that the UFC fighters get, we get also. So when all of that stuff happened with a certain UFC coach and betting yeah. and setup stuff and all of that that I'm not going to get into, we got emails about it also. Like my my emails that I get still say UFC on them. Yeah. The only time they say power slap is usually when it's a very particular instance dealing with power slap gotcha. so you know we we are under the same umbrella that everyone in the ufc is have you thought about wwe i know we're going all over the place and a lot of these questions i know the answers to but i, I want to make sure people will you know when they, they get something out of this this episode um besides um what they already knew i want to get details because uh there's a lot more people just think oh these guys but there's so much athletic commission stuff you guys are getting neurologists to look mm -hmm. at you you're getting you're cutting weight that a lot of people don't know um, your diets are dialed in. You get the same access to the PI and physical therapists, and you're working out, doing stringent, probably different exercises than you've ever done to strengthen your core and your shoulders. And uh, a lot of people, they don't see that. They just see the six-second clip. Yep. Um, have you thought about WWE type stuff? Now that you guys are, on, I mean, you're on this. You're basically UFC. You and WWE are uh, the same now, right? Yeah, we're all, we're all under that one umbrella, but I can tell you now, like, contractually, if I were to go do anything else, I have to call first and get permission. So if I wanted to take an MMA fight, I have to call and get that squared away. You know, even for if I wanted to do a jujitsu thing, if I want anything in general, I have to call. And I'm pretty sure that we are not allowed to just go out on our own and get into the WWE that's one of those things where, like, we would have to get permission. No, I, I would definitely I, do it the correct yes, way. But yes. now you have a better opportunity because yes. you have Dana in your ear and, and, and other people that will listen, you know? Yeah, would, would I want to? Absolutely. You know, that's one of those things where I, I talked to someone a, a few months ago doing just info stuff for everything. And they're like, you're one of the, the few that talked about entertainers and having a career afterwards and doing more with this because, like, if I have to go back to welding every day for the rest of my life to take care of my family, so be it. I gladly will. I'll do what I need to do. But, also, but you're the champ. Could yeah. you imagine the fucking power slap champ runs into the WWE with his power slap belt and kicks Logan Paul off the fucking top ropes? That's what I'm talking about. That's, that's the shit that we want to see right there. Now who's prime, huh? Yeah. That's a cold line, too. You know? Cold line, first time on the mic. <laughs> That like would be it. sick. You know how many people would love to see, uh, like, it, like it's not even announced, and just smoke comes out, and then you come out with your belt, and they're like, power slap, machine. Just, just you... raise my hand in the air, and the <laughs> next thing you know, everyone starts freaking out, like, oh, shit, it's going down. Yeah, that would be your, that would be your people's elbow. A absolutely. You know, that's those things that, like, like right here, right now, this, this when it goes out, and when everyone is seeing it and viewing it, if someone has the chance to, you know, Hit me up, hit them up. Uh, power slap is who I mean when I say them. So that way we as the competitors in this have opportunities in the future because, you know, it's the same as people who have a, a, you know, a regular fight career. It's not going to be there forever. We have a window for the years that we're going to be able to do this and, and compete in this. So, again, when I, when I say the opportunities that I've been given they open one door to a thousand more. So any of those doors that I can open to try and get into, whether they get closed on my foot or not, I, I don't care. I'm going, I'm willing to take the chances. If you obviously can't tell from what I've done now to where I'm at, I'm willing to take the chance. You like, have to be. Failing doesn't scare me. I've lost in this game. I've lost in life. I've lost in a whole, you know, a multitude of ways. 
I don't, it's not losing that scares me. I don't give a shit about that. What scares me is not trying. What scares me is being a bad example for not just my kids, but for anyone who out there who ends up following my story and being like, oh, well, he could have done this, but he didn't try. Or he, he, he failed here and he stopped. Like, that's not me and that's not my intentions for anything I have going towards in the future. So, you know, the entertainment aspect of this, I think, is one that when you really consider that on top of the true athletic part of, of what is power slap, it's going to carry over and, you know, hopefully come to fruition for many, again, opportunities for not just myself, but for all of us to get. I think you deserve it. I mean, right behind me, uh, we got Randy Couture. I was with him uh, briefly at a, uh, a marketing event. Uh, John Sarasani, thanks for letting me go. Um, and he was one of the speakers. You guys are the Randy Couture, the Tito Ortiz, um, the Chuck Liddell's of Power Slap. I mean, you may not ever think about that now, but when this, you know, thing progresses and it's 20 years from now, you guys are going to be Hall of Famers because you helped build the sport. Um, I, I, I think that well, here's what I'm getting at. So how does it work in the process of like if you lose? I know like like the, what do I want to say the best way to say it? like can you get cut? From losing once? Like, how is that? I, I believe they have the right to cut you at any point in time. Don't hold me to that right now. But, um, you know, it, it's just like anything else. If, if they don't, if they have a reason, and I believe they can, at whenever, you know, whenever they deem necessary. But you have contracts, yeah, right? It yeah. It says, like, you, know, you got six slaps. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, a lot, again, the OGs is what a lot of us from the original March qualifier that was to, to even see, like, we were basically a pilot for the, to see if the show was going to be able to have anyone pick it up and put us on anywhere. It was like the first tough. Yes. Literally, I, I watched it. It was very similar to the first tough house. Yes. And some of you guys, you especially, you did very well at not losing your temper and a lot of things. Oh my God. Uh, I could feel the tension that was going on in the house. If you guys haven't tuned into, to, you know, all the athletes from power slap in the house, uh, just like tough, there's a lot of animosity that builds up. Put any men that are competitive, uh, in the same room for a few weeks. It's going to be, how was that experience? That, Oh my did you God. know that was good? So you came out here qualified. Did you come here knowing you were going away for a little while? No. So uh, the original qualifier event, you know, we had a lot of us had no clue what was really going on. We all used to joke that we, you know, pretty much thought we were going to wake up in a bathtub full of ice, missing missing some sort of internal parts because it was it was a gamble. It was a big gamble for us to take and again take the chance. So that was. You know, again, the the foot stepping into the door to see what in the hell was actually going to happen. And once that event went down, you know, you they say, we'll probably hear back from us in a month or two. And then time goes by. And of course, you're every day you're waiting for an email, a text, a phone call, just hoping to hear something. And like I said before, you know, I was lucky enough to get another phone call. I don't even think I was a first option in all reality to go into the house because they had, again, people with bigger profiles and, you know, fight backgrounds because I had nothing at that point other than the qualifying event for them to go off of. So, you know, once I answered that call and they got things lined up for me to go out there, it was, 
a, a real quick turnaround to being like, hey, you know, this was a, a chance that we were taking to do something that we don't know if it's going to make it to, hey, we're doing a TV show that's supposed to be on TBS. You have to be gone for three weeks. You can't talk to your family while you're down there because you don't have a phone. There's no TV. You're in a house with these people from all different aspects and, and backgrounds of the world who everyone's mentality is different. Like you said, we're all competitors. And, you know, to talk on the experience in the house, re refraining from losing my ever-loving fucking mind yeah. is how I can tell you how that. It reminded me of boot camp. Yeah, I was going to say, like going to boot camp. Exactly. Very much so, It you know, and that was how I kind of had to go about it. Um, I Everybody was knows how fucking yes. crazy you want to fight and just lose your mind in boot camp. If you guys are vets, you know, uh, leave a thumbs up in the comments because I, I wanted to kill people in boot camp. Yes. Fuck. It, it was one of those things where I was lucky enough where I woke up early almost every day until like the, the last couple of, of days down there. So I was up by myself. The camera crew would come out and they'd be like, we didn't know what the hell was going on. We heard noise on the mics and we didn't know. We thought it was background. You didn't realize you were up. But, you know, I was up before them. So they had to get up, change my mic pack out and I could go about my day. But I tried as many days as I could. To sit on the back porch, you know, look at the mountains and watch the sun come up before everybody else got up because I knew, like, this is probably the only moment of peace I'm going to get throughout the entire day. So if, if I could at least hang on to that 10 to 15 minutes, you know, drinking my slate, shout out to Slate. Um, they're one of our sponsors who power slap. Shout out to all the sponsors we have there and all the ones that I have. Check out my social media, John the Machine Davis. Selfless plug, throwing that out there. No, plug all um, you. We'll make, we'll clip it and send it to you. That, Please, that was, I want you to, your dad. I want you to get as much as you have earned. Thank you, but the, you know, that was one of those moments where I knew that I had to find something to be able to make it through those days because, like, dudes are getting in the shower before we're ready to leave to go train, and they're only taking us to work out once a day, which, you know, the, the, the Ultimate Fighter guys are doing two-a-days, and we're stuck in this house, which, obviously, you know, they want the content, they want the clips, they want the video, but there's so much that they didn't show, and they probably couldn't use, so I don't blame them. You know, there's times where I myself, I have someone yoked up against the wall trying to break up a fight, and, you know, dude was bigger than me, and all I can hear above my head is the... The, the fists flying where, you know, it's like, shit, if I'd have eaten one of those, I don't know if I would have, I'd be sleeping on the floor like, like some other people were. But, you know, the, the madness that it was, because again, all the personalities that are different and. And you're also a dad. You're in your thirties. Yeah. You're not living. I don't want to, I don't, no disrespect, but like a quieter life. Yeah. Which I do. I live Northwest Vegas. Very quiet. I wake up, I watch the news, I drink my coffee. I'm 37 years old, man. I uh, I couldn't be stuck in a room with a bunch of people like you were that were younger. I would get kicked out of the house for bashing a chair over someone's head. Uh, just couldn't do it. So I commend you for that. Um, what's next? So, all right. I know uh, we're getting close because I know you got to get to your appointment. So we got uh, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday live on Rumble, right? Yes. Where else are they, they streaming all this stuff? Are they getting any, have you heard any rumblings of deals with ESPN or any not, of that stuff? Not to my knowledge, no. So the only thing that I can say is live and free on Rumble, October 25th, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Tune in and watch. I believe they had a, a two-year deal with that for that to be our live stream platform. 
but also, you know, it's on YouTube, it's on the social media, all the clips are out there all over the place. I mean, TikTok numbers are, are ridiculous. There's, you know, like some of the same video of mine personally has 20 million on one and it's the same clip, but just posted again and it's got 3 million on its own. You know, I know there's a couple of dudes, they have hundreds of millions of views just on, in the one clip that they have. So when Reese, um, you know, Reese, yes. Game Changer. Yeah. I'm friends with him. He, uh, his, I uh, got that dog in me. That shit yeah. went like 200 million or something. Do you guys get any cuts from that? You should. I mean, it's not, you don't have to say yes or no, but I'm just saying as a whole, I've seen a lot of people take people's hard work and uh, the content and just post it on. Like, there's there's YouTube pages that are literally other people's shit. They just post and they get money for the views. So I not my business. I hope that, that you're being taken care of. I don't mean just by UFC. Like, the law should make it so that anybody's content, I'll, you know, if people take my beautiful face from Fight Junkies and post it and make a million dollars, I hope I get a little bit from that. Uh, what's your mindset going in? Let's get uh, at least a couple minutes of some dog out of you. <laughs> we got we got the champion, John the Machine Davis in the house from Power Slap, uh, live on Rumble October 25th, this Wednesday, facing against Rodriguez El Pedo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you faced him before. What's the mindset going in? I know you guys uh, don't have any, like, actual animosity, but as athletes and, like, you guys got to slap the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. What is the mindset going into the apex right now as the champion, knowing you got to slap the shit out of somebody? Um, you know, again, I, I uh, was fortunate enough to lose the coin toss, so he gets to go first. But I'm, I'm, I'm not scared to take the hit. I know that I've, I've taken it once before from him, and I'm, I'm prepared to go all five rounds because I know, again, he, he doesn't hate me as a person. But he probably hates what happened to him the first time we went against each other. Uh, you know, I hate losing too. I can understand why. You know, again, not animosity towards me, but towards the situation that happened. It was a title contender. It was you know for the title, man. Like everything's I, on the line. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I would be pissed off if I lost about I lost it too. So, you know, I'm prepared to go five rounds. I've always been prepared to do the entire fight, no matter which one I'm going into. That's one of those things where, like you said, I'm I'm at home pushing myself mentally and physically to be prepared for that because it sucks you know especially once you you get used to the three rounders and then it's like oh there's there's a five round possibility to where you're you're eating two more so like um, ufc championships you guys go into championship rounds as well yes exactly and you know for me personally i'm excited to come back because uh you know getting slept on from you know recovering injuries and of course the the wide web of everyone trying to nitpick this that and the other for it i'm i just i'm going to go out there and put on it win lose or draw i'm going to put on an unforgettable fucking show that you will not be able to sleep on anymore and that's not just directed towards anybody that that's a machine gun spray towards all of you i don't care who you are if you're um, the higher ups that be that control what we're doing if you're joe schmo sitting in your mom's basement waiting on her to bring you a hot pocket because you're too lazy to get it yourself that's it you too i'm i'm done getting slept on you know and and, and you know by all means if as i if he has it to where he can come in there and fucking knock me out bro do it take the weight of being a champion because Again, the the weight of being a champion in this and the weight of dealing with all of it because it's so new. And again, the name of our game is controversy. If you have broad enough shoulders to carry this shit, so be it. And props to you because it's not fucking easy. I can't imagine. It's hard enough for people to handle doing a podcast and getting 
bunch of DMs and stuff and, and being, I'm not going to say I'm a nobody because I, I, I respect myself, but a nobody. Um, damn, I'm excited. George, you got any questions about Power Slap? What's the breathing pattern like before a slap? Are you trying to exhale or are you trying to inhale? Good question. That is a good question because honestly, I couldn't really, I couldn't really tell you. Um, like shooting, right? I try to inhale. They say exhales when you pull the trigger. Yeah. I like to inhale because I can hold my breath longer than when I have no air. I don't know because you, now you've stumped me. I guess I've never really even considered that one. You, you, I guess that's maybe a part of it. Yeah, look at me. I'm thinking too far into it. I'll get my ass fucked. Well, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do when we it. tense up, right, George? When, when you're about to take a bad hit in football, you just see this you guy inhale. coming. You go. Yeah, I, I think in power slap, at least for me, it's about being able to breathe through your nose because we're we're. I mean, when I coached, that's what I was screaming at everyone: bite down. You have to. You want your fucking mouth to be as closed and as tight as possible because that that millisecond you loosen up and give them the chance to find that button is when you're going to go down and you're going to have an issue because once they once you're rocked up there because that's another thing that people oh you know you're you're going so many rounds well if you can go out there and fuck them up on the first one everything they're going to do afterwards is probably you know it may cause issue that's one of those things that I believe happened between me and Wesley in the the fight where I injured my arm I was able to do enough damage off that one hit that, you know, granted, we both had trouble throughout that entire fight, and it is what it is. The skeptics and haters are, you know, I'm sure picking that apart, but oh, well, I don't give a shit. Um, that's one of those things where, again, you, you need to be prepared for anything, and I think that's another advantage I have going into this. I've gone through the shittiest whirlwind storm up there of not only... Not only going against a great competitor that was Wesley Drain, who has heavy hands and knows he can knock people out. I had to, I had to convince the ref I was good to go multiple times. I had to convince the doctor I was good to keep going multiple times because we've seen stoppages happen where, by all means, they have the rights to stop it and end the fight. And there's nothing you can do about that as the competitor because that is their job if they deem fit to stop it. But to have the, the mindset and the wherewithal to know that I will trudge through fucking hell to not lose this belt and to keep my championship title and to represent Power Slap in a way that I don't know if anybody else does. You know, I may be on the quieter side or I'm, I don't get as much face shown, you know, or whatever. Again, whatever it is people have to think, I don't care. I'm here as a professional fucking athlete to do the damn thing. And that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to for me. I don't care about you know, don't get me wrong. I, do I care about keeping the title? Absolutely. Had I never won it, it might be a different story and I probably might have a different tune. But at this point, for me to retain it and for me to go up there and again, put on a show for people that they're never going to forget and they will never be able to sleep on, that's all. That's what my goal is right now. Damn. Give me chills in here. Uh, Ooh, someone's getting amazing. slapped the fuck up. <laughs> amazing. Crowd work. Let's say you win the title. Yes. Can I see you jump into the crowd and just like just start fucking embracing the fans? Take, drinking a happy dad with Steve will do it. Right? I know we can't do that. For fair warning, everyone, if when you're up there competing, do not take a beer and drink it because we will get in trouble. We've already <laughs> we've already had that happen. Wow, really? Until afterwards, because you have to get checked. You have to get phys you have to go through uh. a medical check, and we've had that happen before where people. 
they took the drink and they started and I mean you're in your competition's technically not done yet until you are medically cleared afterwards so you can't do that gotcha that's one of those things that we had to again learn on the fly throughout this process you know I don't think I can technically jump down but I can run around at least on my end and they prefer, you know, if you, you stay a distance away from your opponent while the, he's getting checked, if you are lucky enough to knock him out. Yeah, what's the, do you get penalized? Can you, what kind of shit can you talk? Because I've seen some, it like, did, that's what you get, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, are you... You're allowed to, you know... Granted, they, some of it just comes the fuck out. When I got pepper yes. sprayed in the Marine Corps course that I went through, I cussed everything that existed and I didn't even realize it. What, yeah, what do you allow? Like, is, did they tell you, hey, don't, the uh, viral clips that's what that's what they want but also it depends on who you are cuz me personally i don't want to i don't want to talk too much shit and it go overboard and it you know become an issue that they have to bring attention to but you're like in football you can't even like spike the ball without getting yeah, the 20 yeah, you're allowed to run around a little oh, and go yeah. yeah yeah they want you to be up there having fun again the entertainment aspect of this is totally on you know on the board for people to do with what they want um you know, me personally, again, I to go up there and and make it an unforgettable moment, not just from the beginning, but afterwards, no matter what the situation. So that way the people in the crowd know that, you know, we're we're up here because now now all of you that are out there in the crowd, you wanted to be here at the beginning. You might have not have. You, you probably got an invite or maybe, you know, would you consider going to this? Now all of you are begging for tickets. You want to get in there. You want to be the influencer in the crowd. You want to be the football player. You want to be the podcaster. You want to be whoever, whoever you are. You want to be that person in the crowd so that way maybe you can get your video clip you know, the same as what we're looking to do up there. So I'm so glad you said that because everyone that talks shit in a heartbeat would be like, oh, I'd love to go. Oh, believe me, when when you talk about getting DMs, I don't know how many people, can, can you get me tickets? Can you get, I mean, I could, maybe, I don't know. I have a whole lot of other shit going on other than to see if I can get you a ticket, bud. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like want to, you know, <laughs> be prepared and focus on other stuff. Yes. So, um, how you feeling? Training's been good? You feel good? You look good? Yeah, I mean. Thank you, thank you. You know, training's been good. Um, I made sure, you know, I I don't cut weight like everybody else normally does. I make sure plenty ahead of time that I'm. I'm not up there dehydrating myself the day beforehand. I'm eating a clean diet again with the Built Bars that is our sponsor, Slate that's our sponsor through Power Slap. I use that because uh, it's the same thing I did in the house, and it worked. And that stuff is good for you. I mean, there's no if it didn't work, Dana wouldn't be backing it. I so. freaking I texted him. I was like, "Hey, I'm getting McDonald's. Do you want anything?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, I'm just." And I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, I forgot, dude. You're getting ready to to weigh." And that's how civilianized my mindset is. Um, but I didn't want to pick you up smashing mcdonald's no like, it, you it not happens. have anything no it happens it is what it is i wouldn't have been worried about it anyway i've got at least enough self-control for the moment where i'm not like let me smell the hash brown before you finish <laughs> man i uh i'm so excited that you came today um i'm proud of you i'm proud of all you guys uh to jump into something not knowing uh where it's gonna go or how it's gonna be and not just accepted but you know what impact it's going to make on your life, you know, and your health and your family and to stand up and say, you know what, uh, fuck it, let's do it. Uh, I'm proud of you. So I just want to personally say like, you know, shout out to Dana White for bringing this thing uh, to fruition. Shout out to all you guys at Power Slap. Shout out Power Slap. Um, shout out to Howlerhead and the Nelk Boys and everybody. I just, and I'm not saying that just because I'm on here and want to clip it. I, I, I say this literally because I mean it. I, I, 
I enjoy this so much, and I'm so glad that I'm alive in this this time of of the world because this is uh, I don't I don't really watch Netflix. I don't I don't have shows. I don't watch any other sports. I don't watch football or base. I watch Power Slap and and I, and I watch UFC. Um, so it and and it, it just excites me. So I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm super happy to have you in here. Um, what's your message to uh, the doubters and anybody else? Real quick, you got any you got any heat left in there? I mean, when it comes to that, just don't be mad at us because you didn't take a chance in your life. That's not our fault. We have nothing to do with that. If you feel bad about yourself and you need to get help, by all means, go out and do it. But don't sit there and try and shit on us over the internet because you can hide behind your phone. Because 110%, if you were face-to-face with any of us, I don't care what power slap contender or fighter it is, you wouldn't say that shit. You wouldn't say any of the stuff you say in the comments and the in the messages that you you send us because you think you can be sly, like you wouldn't. You know, it's the same. Oh, Dana, why do you keep posting this? Yada yada yada. Because that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna keep doing this no matter what your your issue is. Again, we don't. We're not gonna force you to watch this. If your life is that bad where you feel the need to message and, and comment on our stuff and talk about how shitty it is, then go look in the mirror and tell me, you know, how how great is everything you got going on? Because I bet you come up with a real short list real quick, and then you start to feel bad. And again, if you need help with that, by all means, go out and get it. You know, mental health is an issue that needs taken care of in all aspects of the world. But it, it's to the point where you're not going to shit on us anymore and, and get away with it by any means. Let's end with some love for for the supporters. Uh, we've talked a lot about these people that don't deserve a, you know, a second of our <laughs> our brain. But um, I do see a lot of love too. And like you said, now yes. people who are begging to get in the room, um, I've loved it since day one. I'm not just saying that being a dick rider because you're in here. Like I think it's dope. I wanted to do it. Um, I don't think I want to cut 20 pounds to make 185. But I, <laughs> you know, uh, we'll see. I'm I'm actually thinking about it. Um, I'll give you a hand, bro. I'll get you some training. Yeah. Oh God. Oh fuck. <laughs> I could take a hit when it comes, but just having to like that's that's some next level gangster shit. You yeah. You are to be able to stand there knowing that, that there's another like strong ass dude, athlete, potential. You know, uh, to knock you out, and you just got to stand there. Do you have a technique? Is there is there any techniques like? Fuck. Are you just that's one of those things I think it comes back down to it depends on who you are and what you're comfortable with. I know some people try and tense all the way up, some people try and stay loose, some people, you know, again, it's it's the learning curve that we're all going through right now to figure out what is the best technique, you know. I'm not personally going to give mine up at this point. Yeah, no, gotcha. Only only because, you know, I, I can only hold on to those, you know, quote-unquote secrets for so long. Well, they say if a car wreck, like if you're the most people that survive, like DUI people yep. that are drunk because they're so loose, you know. Yeah. So you never know, I guess, time and, and, and experience. And uh, I look forward to it, man. Um, again, thank you for coming. We got the champ. Power slaps in the house. Tune in. Tune in to Power Slap because it's fucking going down. Power Slap's going down Wednesday. This belt is phenomenal. We got the champ in the house. Thanks for coming, brother. Fight Junkies. Like, share, subscribe, and go follow John the Machine Davis. I'll leave his info uh, below. Thank you, guys. George, thanks. Later.